Hey, superstars. It's Danny with Words Are Matter here to delve into another language of healing precept. Specifically, it's how are we using language to define our relationship to our symptoms or to our pathologies. And we will bookmark the issue with pathologies and we will get into it in another episode. For now, we're going to stick with how are we languaging our relationship to our symptoms and pathologies. So I've talked about the language of identification before. And as you likely know, I am, I won't say I'm not a fan of identification and I encourage us to unidentify because when we unidentify, we have more freedom and more agency. The more that we identify, the more that we fragment ourselves, the more cages and boxes we shove ourselves into. Specifically when it comes to injuries or illnesses, things that are unpleasant that we don't want to be experiencing, we are especially wise to not identify. I'm gonna give a couple associated examples and we could take it from there. So when I say I am pen, then that pen is merged with my identity and it's not something I can put down as I can when I say I have a pen, right? Alternately, when I say I am vegan, right? I've just merged my nutritional choices with my personhood. I am this versus I tend to eat a vegan diet, right? Then I'm talking about tendencies and behavior patterns, which makes it easier for me to make different choices and to change my behavior patterns, right? So when I say I am arthritic, when I say I am diabetic, when I say I am bipolar, I have verily merged my identity, my Danny Wordwitch personhood, my Danny personhood with these physical and psycho-emotional expressions, right? Now they're not tendencies. Now they're not things that I have or I'm dealing with. They are me, right? I am. Anything that comes after an I am, we are merging with our personhood and creating a quantum entanglehood with. When we do this, it make these, makes these things infinitely harder to relinquish, right? When I say I am a widow, I am merging my personhood with my dead husband, right? I am pulling that into my identity and defining myself by it, which I really don't recommend, right? When I say I am a cancer survivor, I'm defining myself by a past experience of cancer. I am activating the frequencies of that experience in my body and taking what was a horrible experience in the past, carrying it into my present moment and merging it with my identity, right? So we really don't want to be doing this with injuries and illnesses. And I realize when I say we don't wanna be doing with this, I am alleging to speak for you and me and all of us. And free will rocks, so we can do whatever we want. And in my experience, it's generally not a wise move to invite painful, uncomfortable, yucky symptoms to stick around longer than they need to, slash at all. Okay, so smarter, upgrade number one, is to move from B 
being a diabetic, arthritic, depressive, manic depressive, bipolar, what have you, to having these things, right? Because when we have something and it's in our possession, we can relinquish it, we can give it away. So it's an upgrade, it's not our final upgrade. We're baby stepping here. And it is infinitely wiser to say, I have diabetes, I have arthritis versus I am diabetic or I am arthritic, right? Now, there is an overarching big white elephant in the room called pathologies, which we will get to in another video. And we're baby stepping through the language of healing together, right? So for now, let's just, we'll just pretend that we're not noticing that I am advising you guys to speak pathologies because I'm not encouraging you and me and all of us or any of us to identify with pathologies or to claim ownership of pathologies and we are baby stepping through the language of healing. Wiser, more helpful to be in possession of these pathologies and symptoms versus merging them with our identity. Still, there is a stasis, there is a fixity, there is a static quality to having arthritis, to having bowel cancer, to having Lyme's disease, to having IBS, right? There's still a stasis there that's not ideal because when it comes to any sort of physiological or psycho-emotional challenge, our wisest move is to move through it, to heal it, to not take ownership, to not take possession, to not merge it with our identity, to take it as an initiatory experience that is temporary. And we do this by languaging it in motion, okay? So think about if you have a cat, right? That cat is yours. There is a, a sort of fixity to that statement, I have a cat. Notice the difference versus I am feeding a cat. I am taking care of a cat, right? There's an implied temporary cat relationship in the languaging it in motion, right? I'm taking care of, I am feeding, I am watching, right? There's an ING. The implication is that this is not my cat, that I, I have no possessive ownership of this cat, but we are in a temporary relatedness. Right. And we want to do the same thing when it comes to our injuries, illnesses, and other expressions of imbalance. We don't want to give them the fixity, the static quality that comes from I have this thing. We want to move ourselves through it. We want to signal with our languaging, hey, this thing that my healthcare providers are pathologizing, you can be on your way now. And we do this by languaging it in motion. So it's, I am healing Lyme's disease. I am transmuting arthritis. I am transmuting diabetes, right? And again, as I say these things, there's a part of me that's really having a reaction to the pathologies. And again, last time I'm going to say it, we're going to sidestep this and we'll save pathologies for another video. For now, baby steps. The gist is to move from identifying with our physical and psycho-emotional challenges. And we also want to move from the upgrade of taking possession to directing them to keep on moving, right? Because our every word 
is a directive to our body. We are telling it how to respond. So when I say I am arthritic, I am telling the, um, I'm telling the arthritis, hey, you can stick around. In fact, I'm merging you with my identity. That's how cozy I'm inviting you to make yourself in my experience of my body, right? So that's what I am does. When I say I have arthritis, I am taking it away from my identity and moving it into the possessive, but I'm still giving it a solidity, right? I'm still giving it a fixed quality that's saying, yeah, you are an isness that I'm acknowledging and that I am caring for and possessive of in my reality. When we language things in motion, saying I am transmuting, I am healing, the directive that we are giving to our body is, hey, this pathology, this batch of symptoms that is expressing as X, Y, Z, you can be on your way now. I am telling you to not get cozy, to not unpack your bags, to not get too comfortable in my body because this is a very temporary relationship that is coming to a swift end because I am healing you. I am transmuting you, right? So as we are learning to use our language to transmute healing challenges, and to really embrace the language of healing, we are wise to not take, to not identify with our symptoms and pathologies, to not take possessive ownership, even though that is still an upgrade from the identification option, and to language them in motion and to use our words to direct these pathologies to be on their merry way and to swiftly move on from our experience. Okay, this concludes our second installment in the Language of Healing series. Thanks for paying attention. Thanks for remembering that every word matters, every single one, and that you are omniscopic amazingness. Have a rocking day. Mwah.